All right, we are good to go. Good morning. Believe it or not, I am, I have been ready for this. Like I have been ready this morning to do this video and this podcast. Good morning. Welcome everyone who is joining. Welcome to Coffee Date with Purpose. Welcome to those of you who are listening on the podcast. It is 10, what is it? Five after 10. Um, so I have everything prepped, ready to go. And I plug in my iPad to record my podcast part of this lovely morning and realize that my uh, iPad is on 2%. So I have to go and run and find my charger. So it is currently charging as we do this. And then, oh, you're not going to like this. This is a little bit gross. I heard my cat puking. So I uh, realized that I need to clean that up before I start doing my video. Yeah. And so as I went to go grab stuff to do that, to clean up the barf, <laughs> I came back and it was gone. Guess who ate it? That's disgusting. That is something you don't want to hear in the morning, is it? Yeah, my dog. My dog went over before I had a chance to clean it and had an extra breakfast this morning. <laughs> I just put my coffee on that one. Um, how does that make your morning go when you hear that kind of a story? <laughs> Good morning, everyone. So uh, my mug today, it says uh, happy juice. This is my happy juice mug. This is like, I know I, ha I know I say this all the time. It's probably one of my favorite mugs, <laughs> but this one is. Um, I have been away for a couple of days at a lead past, no, not a lead pastor, a lead retreat. Uh, you guys know that I am a section pastor, so I was away at a retreat this past couple of days and just had an incredible time together, but my goodness, is it ever exhausting, so I'm, I'm really like slagging today, so I have my happy juice coffee to kind of help rev my day up a little bit and give me the energy that I need to be able to do what I have to do today, so I apologize for being late. Let's get started. We're going to get into the Word of God today. Welcome, everyone. Make sure you write your name in the comments on who is watching out there. Would love to know. As I say all the time, it's so fun to see who, like, tunes in. And, and it amazes me when I talk to people and they're like, oh, yeah, I watch your videos all the time. And I'm like, how do you even know that they're there? It's very interesting. So thank you, everyone, who takes the time to watch this either on the live or uh, on the replay appreciate you guys so much. You are amazing. So I have a little statement that I'm going to start with today. We're going to talk about giants in our lives. So what are giant, like, so the story of David and Goliath, um, for Goli for David to fight Goliath, Goliath was a massive giant. We know when we read in the word of God that he was like astronomically massive um, like his sword alone weighed 125 pounds. So to be able to even lift that and be able to swing it, you can it just kind of gives you an idea of how massive this guy was. And when we think about our giants in our lives, so giants as in things that will uh, hinder us in our relationship with the Lord, things that will um, like will be sinful in our lives, things, you know, like we tend to think about the big things. We tend to think about giants as being these huge, big things that are like right in our face that we can tell 
stay away from that. That's bad. That's sin. God doesn't want us to do that. God doesn't want us to go there. Um, and we think about the big things, but we're going to talk about how the giants today, we're going to talk about how giants can actually be something very small that we wouldn't really think about. So I have a statement that I'm going to open up with today and um, let me know what you think. Write in the comments. David defeated Goliath, but lost to Bathsheba. Our real giants are the desires that we haven't killed yet. Think about that one for a minute, okay? Let's just read that one more time. David defeated Goliath, but lost to Bathsheba. Our real giants are the desires that we haven't killed yet. <laughs> okay, let me unpack that one a little bit for you, but I need some more coffee. <laughs> so we hear, we read the story of David and Goliath in 1 Samuel 17. And in that story, we see David who defeats Goliath. Now, again, remember I said in the beginning, Goliath is like this massive astronomical giant. And David, he's like, just to kind of give you a paraphrase really quickly about Goliath, like there's a battle between the Philistines and the Israelites. And the Philistines have this giant named Goliath and, and he is their secret weapon. Okay. And so if you've never read the story before, I'm going to kind of just like give you like the short version, but you need to read it because it's a cool story. So Goliath is out there and he is like slamming the Israelites. He's like, your God is nothing. Like he's just slamming God. And he's just like saying all these things that are just really horrible towards God. And David sees this. David is just a young guy at this point, just a little, itty bitty, you know, skinny boy. And he's like, why are we allowing this dude to talk about God so horrifically? So David decides to fight Goliath. And, you know, there's a whole story that we could unpack about that. We don't have time today. You need to read it. So long story short, David defeats Goliath with some stones, a slingshot, hits him in the temple, knocks him down, grabs Goliath's sword, which by the way, like I said, weighed 125 pounds, pretty heavy stinking sword, and decapitates the giant, decapitates Goliath, kills his giant, okay? So here's this massive giant that when we look at, we can see that this guy is a problem. It's very evident to what the, the hindrance is, okay? But then we see, that's first Samuel, that story. Then not too much, like not a, like a little bit of time. Well, I mean, it's a good amount of time later. We see that David is king and David is, um, he's had all kinds of victories and war. You need to read it all. I'm going to paraphrase like in two minutes here. And David is in his room and he's just looking out the window. Let me grab my coffee. He's like sitting out his window, having a coffee on his deck. <laughs> kind of like that. And he's looking off into the scenery and he sees a woman way over there on her deck. And she has an outside shower because that's what they would have in the day. And she's bathing. Okay, so David's having his coffee, 
Remember who David is. He slayed the giant. He's now a king of a nation. Okay. He's a dude. He's a big dude now. And uh, he's having this coffee. And all of a sudden his eyes catch Bathsheba, who, by the way, is a married woman to somebody in the army of David's army. And he catches a, a glimpse of her and he's like, hmm, hubba hubba. <laughs> okay, he literally, his eyes meet Bathsheba and all of a sudden he starts to have all of these lustful desires and lustful thoughts over her. He then proceeds to send one of his officials to go get her. He brings her into his kingdom. He has his way with her, so to say. I'm trying to keep it rated PG here. <laughs> and then she goes home. And he's had his night with her. And he doesn't think anything about it. No big deal. It was a one-night fling. Okay? But Bathsheba becomes pregnant from that night. So all of a sudden, his moment of weakness, his moment of lustful desires, how he acted upon those lustful desires, start to bring a ripple effect into an even greater situation. So if you read the story, you find out that um, he brought her husband back from war and hoped that the two of them would sleep together. They could blame the pregnancy on him. And uh, he wouldn't sleep with his wife because he wanted to honor his king. So David ended up putting him in the front lines so that he would be killed and he could eventually marry Bathsheba. It's a whole story. You gotta read it. You got to get it into your brain. We don't have time today. My, what I want to focus on is the giant, the huge, massive, eight, nine foot giant did not take David down. David took the giant down. But what took David down was the small, little, hidden desire in his heart that nobody would have been aware about. Everybody saw the giant. Everybody knew how big the giant was. Everybody saw that he was a threat. And yay, David, you defeated the giant. But what can take us down, here's where it comes, where it gets the ouchy part, are you ready? What can take us down is the hidden desires that nobody else sees around us God knows, the devil knows, and it's inside of us. And that is what can take us down. We need to be aware of the fact that the giants that can take us down are the hidden desires. Remember what we said here. Uh, he lost to Bathsheba. Our real giants are the desires that we have not killed yet. So what are the hidden desires your hidden weaknesses inside of you that nobody else will know because we can put on a good mask we can put on a good show for everybody else we can all have our christian face on and you know we're so holy and god is so good and bless you we can do all of that 
But what is the hidden desire inside of you that can ultimately take you down? <laughs> Tell me, anybody out there? Is this like kind of like at all speaking to you? Is this at all kind of making you go, wow, okay? So it's not always the obvious sins that can take us down, that can bring um, a vice in like a, a, like a stopping our relationship with God, with Jesus. It's not always the obvious ones, you know, like we, we can be so good at picking out the obvious sins, right? Like, oh, they gossip or they, you know, they do this, they do that. We can pick out the obvious sins and, but it's the, it's the inner desires, the inner secret desires are ultimately what will take us down. I'm like, yes, Susan says, time to do a heart cleaning. Preach. <laughs> yes, we need to. Sorry, I'm having some trouble with my Wi-Fi today if I'm lagging a little bit. We need to constantly be looking inside and watch for those little places that um, could ultimately take us down. So I'm going to leave that with you today. I'm just going to like, kind of like let that sit for a little while. Let it like little, let it cook a little bit. Cause we're all really good at, at looking at the world, looking at other people, looking at what could potentially be the big sins that we need to watch out for. You know, like we shouldn't do this. We shouldn't do, we, we have, we kind of have that knowledge, but that hidden thing that we don't like people to, to notice, to know about us, whatever you do, that's hidden. So if it's hidden from your spouse, if you are talking to somebody that, and you're talking in a manner that you would not talk to that person, if you're married and you wouldn't talk to that person in front of your spouse in the manner that you're talking to them behind closed doors, if you're messaging somebody that, you know, that you wouldn't necessarily say that to their face, um, if you're watching something on your computer or on TV, on your phone, that if somebody came into the room, you right away click off of it and delete your history. Um, do you get where I'm going with this? Those are the giants that are going to ultimately take you down. So have a little, like Susan said, a little cleaning in your heart and in your mind and think about what are those giants that are not so visible, not so big, not so in your face that are in your life that might take you down? Wow, that was deep. <laughs> Let me know your thoughts. Let me know your thoughts. I would love to hear from you on this one. Write in the comments today. Gonna do a heart check. Encourage you to write that in the comments. Please click share. Please check out my podcast, by the way, Coffee Date with Purpose. It is on all podcast platforms, Apple, Spotify, all those different ones. Check it out. Listen, I've got all my sermons on there. I've got devotionals. I've got all kinds of, like, tons of material. Please go on to Coffee Date with Purpose podcast. Check it out and uh, write a review if you're able. Thanks so much. Let's pray. God, thank you for today. Thank you for your word. Thank you that you love us so much. 
that you choose to not leave us the same as what we were yesterday or five minutes ago. You want us to continually to grow in our relationship with you. And I pray, Father, that we would all do heart checks and really check and see what are those hidden desires that we need to kill to uh, continue to honor you. Have an amazing day, everyone. God bless. Hey, listen, we are doing a baptismal service at Cedarview Church uh, February 8th, whatever that Sunday is, 18th. Why do I get the dates mixed up? I don't know, February 18th. We are also doing a breakfast, a community breakfast. So my friends, you need, need, need to invite out friends, neighbors, whoever, come for breakfast that morning, 9.30 a.m., free. Come and enjoy a great meal. We just want to have an amazing time together. We are also doing a social media workshop. So if you would like to know the effects of social media on your kids, on your family, on your home, February 21st, Wednesday evening, you need to come on out at 6.15. We're going to have some coffee and some snacks. And we have got Francis Orduro, who is like, he's got every letter behind his name, like psychotherapist. I, 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 like, I mean, the list goes on and on and on. Very educated, very well-knowledged in this area. Come on out Wednesday, February 21st to hear what the effects on social media is on your family workshop. Totally free. Come on out. God bless everyone. Thanks for watching. If you're watching on the replay, enjoy. God bless. Have an amazing day.